welcome back to Cinema Vino and another video pod. Uh, new pod, new us, new layout here. I like that. New camera. Yeah. Beautiful high definition imagery. Is it? Yeah. Mm. I did not lose enough weight for that. So I'm getting there pretty quick. Well, camera adds 300 pounds, right? <laughs> That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Done. <laughs> Delicious shape for breakfast, another for lunch, another for dinner. Sensible dinner, one right before bed. Are we sponsored by like Slim Fast now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to fit my new pantsuits, so capture my my waist. Um. So for this episode, we watched uh, the thing, the classic John Carpenter's the thing, which is an important distinction mm-hmm. from I believe mm-hmm. Howard Hawks's the thing, which was before, and then uh. The 2011 The Thing, which was sci-fi. Is that right? Oh, the original, the 50s one was The Thing from Another World. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it was based off, uh, so it was based on a short story called Who Goes There? And they just took elements from that, and then they were like, mm, we're doing a 1950s black and white film. Fuck it, we'll just. Were you going to tell me this when I watched the film? No, Taylor, <laughs> this is the pod. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. I, yeah. left it all, I left all the DVD extras for myself, so I'd look smarter. <laughs> and the DVD extras. DVDs. <laughs> There's an extra E in there. <laughs> um, so uh, for those of you who have not seen it, the thing was 1982 um, by master director John Carpenter, horror maestro or whatever. Um, horror maestro. <laughs> does that work? Horror. Horror, I like that. Horror maestro. Yes. Um, he. Uh, it was kind of a, a dud at the time it came out. Really? It was not well appreciated. I actually read a, a Roger Ebert review in the last couple of days where he thrashed it pretty good. I believe he referred to it as a barf bag. And it's gotten better and better. Uh, it's gotten more appreciated over time. I mean, it definitely has like kind of gross out humor. Yeah. Is it, you watched it with your girlfriend yeah. and, and you guys were, Taylor, go ahead and go off on your tirade again. I wish we'd been filming then. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be honest. I've had a few J and B's. I forgot my tirade, but I do remember it was for the 1980s. I was like blown away by it. Yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And first of all, Kurt Russell, gorgeous, gorgeous. Best hey, that is, I try to pull that look off, You're, but I can't. <sighs> you just need to focus it more was on amazing. the mullet. Yeah. First of all, the dogs were insane. Yes. The that special was, effects are yeah, mind-blowing. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Travis, I already forgot my tirade. But I will say, pretty fucking good movie, man. I, I fucking <laughs> love the movie. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I loved it because it was just, maybe because I hadn't seen it. Good but weather. I totally understand how, how now his, it has become a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Much like maybe like Halloween 3, where people are like, oh, well, I want to like it now because it was so unliked before. Yeah. And I can totally see the thing being that. Yeah. Like, I watched it, and, like, we laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. We had a few few drinky poos. Perfect. But I, when, it, when it finished, I was like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. I, I totally would watch well, it again. That, that's the, one of the things is that, like, you, the things. <laughs> hey <laughs> But that's one of the deals is is you can watch it, and then you'll be like, oh, shit, I can watch it again, and then know who ends up being the things yeah. that, that like, gets. Yeah. And then you, like, to this day, I still can't exactly tell, like, when, where, whatever gets yeah. um, snatched crazy. up. But I did, uh, so I, I read the original novella, 
that it was based off of. It was pretty good. Yeah. And and it was also um maybe ten years ago, as part of like a, a, a sci fi publication, somebody wrote the the movie, the thing, but from the thing's perspective. And that was really cool. Because it's kind of like a telepathic creature where it like comes up to you and then kind of learns who and what you are and then like absorbs you. Yeah. And that's how it has like your memories. That's how it knows how to walk, how to talk, like other personality traits. Mm -hmm. So it really does like become the person. Yeah. Um, But it was really interesting. I do not remember what the fuck that's called. Look it up your damn self. Um, That's it. Yeah. Um, And so rewinding a little bit. So for a log line, sum it up for people who haven't seen it in one sentence, maybe like set in Antarctica, a group of scientists encounters a deadly, grotesque, shape-shifting alien alien slash monster. I don't know what you'd classify it as either or or both and have to contend with the idea that any given moment, any of them could be the thing yeah. and be replaced. And so it creates... Fear and paranoia in an isolated setting where that kind of stuff is probably pretty high anyway. Yeah. So. And what's weird is that the, the, the creature, once it absorbs you, sometimes, I guess, maybe even forgets that it is a thing because sometimes they've... I don't remember if it happens in the movie specifically, but sometimes the thing does stuff to, like, help out itself. Um, you know, ties up other people that they suspect of being the thing just to, like, play the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was an interesting aspect too. But so in the very beginning, you see the spaceship crash to earth. Yeah. Um, and there's been speculation that the thing was on a spaceship trying to assimilate other alien creatures. Mm -hmm. So in the, in the book, it looks like a five foot tall, like blue, almost humanoid thing. It has like three eyes, a weird sucker, kind of like a lamprey mouth. And then a whole bunch of blue tendrils it's got red three red eyes and blue tentacle hair mm-hmm. but you never know if you've actually seen the thing mm. or if you've seen the thing that it's previously copied and yeah. that's why the spaceship fell to earth yeah so that's interesting yeah yeah and it, it reminded me a little bit of a star trek the next generation episode uh, one of the older ones where they find a ship where everybody's like frozen and like dead on board a ship and it's like some sort of parasite got loose on the ship and drove everybody crazy and they've all killed each other or gone mad or frozen or whatever. Yeah. And so it had the first part of the movie kind of has that feel where people oh, they yeah. go to that other camp and everybody's frozen and dead or burned alive or yada yada. Like the whole and, place has gone into madness. And lots of fire. Yeah. Like lots of fire. Mm-hmm. Necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. It, honestly, besides the dogs, R.I.P. Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a great film. And yeah, you know, Kurt Russell, badass. That's one of it. That's in his prime, badass period. It really was. Mm-hmm. And does that dude age? No, because he has looked great. Yeah, in He's a lot of films, still looking strong. Yeah, very powerful. <laughs> but yeah, his hairdo, his beard, the whole. I mean, basically, he's Snake Plissken without the eye patch. That that's accurate. <laughs> I did, and the practical effects at the time are badass. Because yeah, you're oh, talking about like yeah. whenever they had like the the dogs, and you see the dog for a second, mm-hmm. and then it's like face splits, and it's like a weird flower thing. Mm-hmm. And then of course you cannot talk about the thing without talking about like the spider crab leg head. Oh, that, that was off. so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. but and I mean, the, and it's it's like the the thing has perfect recall and is just like 
taking all of the forms that it's inhabited before and it's like, what could I use in this? Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll bust out these crab little legs or I'll crawl on the wall like a spider or some weird tentacle thing. Now, they did the 2011 version, which is I, a I prequel. Never, yeah. So, you know, oh, how, it's a prequel. Yeah. You know, uh, um, the one, I guess, Tormund Giant's Bane is in it. Yes. You, um, pointed that out. Um, so, it's a prequel to this, but it uses way too much CGI. Mm-hmm. And the things are like, you know, big, weird. It, it's like somebody's waist running around, but on the top of it is all these weird tentacles and mouths and suckers and stuff. And it's it's just not the same. It's too yeah. much. It's a it's yeah, it's a little bit much. I mean it's still entertaining. I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Especially going back and watching it again, because I hadn't seen it in a good long while. But the production values of it are amazing. For horror movies at the time are usually pretty cheap. Yeah. But you look at those big like Alaska slash Canada landscapes yeah. of like you know, mountains and snow and snowstorms and glaciers. The opening scene. Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, this had a budget. Uh, the music? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ennio Morcone? What? I believe Ennio Morcone did the music. Oh, uh, I think, wait, he might have, have been in on it too, but John Carpenter did it as did well. He? Okay. Yeah. Because so, I could have swore that that was actually, it was it was Ennio Morcone doing like John Carpenter's style. We'll have to check on or that. Or it could be, yeah. strike that, reversed? Because I know... Um, John Carpenter did, or at least assisted in the soundtrack for, well, he did Halloween mm-hmm. and, and that was his first one, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he did, yeah, Halloween was in the seventies. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then he did the, the soundtrack or score, whatever the synth pop stuff for, for this one as well. Mm-hmm. But he might've just been assisting whoever he had hired. Well, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Shut up. Cool it. <laughs> no, it, it while we're waiting for Travis, I will say the music, the the actual special effects for what it was worth, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! Good production, yeah, value exactly for a horror movie. Yeah, great production value. Um, and for the the viewers and listeners at home, we were drinking uh, J and B Scott because mm-hmm. that's what old hard ass Kurt Russell drinks in the movie. And I like how he is like the only pilot. It was mm-hmm. like, like, what the hell is happening? It's like, which is a great movie anyway. It's yeah. like, this is the only dude that can fly us in and out of here. Yeah. He's a raging alcoholic. Yeah. You're right. It was Ennio uh, Morricone. But I, I think um, John Carpenter kept like, like, nope, do less. Do less. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and helped him out with that too. Because he had, he had what he wanted as his idea. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Because I think, and somebody can probably fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure that Ennio Morricone uh, took some of the stuff he didn't use for the thing and used it in Hateful Eight. He had some oh, leftover. Yes, I heard that. That's, That's right. right. He had some leftover stuff that didn't make the film, so mm-hmm. he he took it and used it for the Hateful Eight. Yeah, Kurt Russell again. Mm-hmm. This little little callback. That's little, no coincidence. Little salt bay. Hello, mm-hmm. hello, hello, hello. Um, are you picking this up? Hey, yeah. This is a meme. There was a guy. He did salt, and then he like dripped it off. You got it. So there was a thing like that I got watching the movie that a little bit of an alien vibe, like Ridley Scott. Oh yeah, where it's like kind Body of a, a recognizable cast stuck, you know, middle of nowhere, gradually getting picked off and dealing with their confronting their own fear as much as they're yeah. confronting oh, the, the creature itself. Yeah, I mean, it was a paranoia film. Like, so if that film was done today. You would see no special effects. You would see no answers. No, you would just see paranoia mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah, and you might have those one or two jump moments, but nowadays you would see nothing. Yeah. It would just be a paranoia film. 
what which is what that was. Yeah. But they did it so well, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But like, if if someone were to remake that now, it would just there. I don't think they could recreate that. Um, I just need Stan Winston and good old uh, Tom Savini, and you know, uh, just just all practical effects out the wazoo, and mm-hmm. then maybe some like camera tricks to like yeah. make it come together. Little little CGI to smooth it out. I mm-hmm. get it. But yeah, 2011, too much CGI. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, I think Broke nowadays, like, off. you know, the film would just be a paranoia film. Like, you know, you, it, there are, say, a Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Like, you might never know who the thing is. It's like, so whenever a moment, a gory moment might happen, you know, we cut away. Like, I think that would be like a new, a new way to do that film. Even at the end, like, what did you think of the ending, Tay? Oh, I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Where it was ambiguous. Yes, right. I, and like, and debated. Yeah, I fucking loved the entire film. Mm-hmm. Like, once it ended, I was like, you know what? This was fucking. Th- this was worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and so at the end, um, McCready, good old yeah. Kurt Russell, is chilling there, and he's like, "Fuck it, I killed it." And then Childs comes back up. And he's like, fuck, why don't we just wait here a while? Mm-hmm. But the thing they point out is, uh, you know, obviously, Antarctica, wherever the fuck they are. South Pole. Uh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Claus. <gasps> Sequel. Sorry. <sighs> I, guys, I, I get a hell of myself sometimes, and then I don't think about what I say, and then I Pun have intended. to register it and be like, oh, that maybe not. Mm-hmm. But... So, um, oh. Kurt Russell oh. is it's super cold. Oh. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so it's super cold out there, and and as as the film is closing, McCready is breathing, and you see his breath coming out, and then it cuts to Childs. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not even breathing. And doesn't he say something like, you know, oh, you got out, or you survived, or yeah. something? That rather than we, he yeah. says you. Mm-hmm. So. Especially if a piece of the thing can like detach off and then take on characteristics of other things that's already assimilated, mm-hmm. we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the question is, yeah, I mean, do we think that was the thing? What, what, did the thing survive? I, I, I mean, I like to think so. Yeah. I and then I like to think way. it froze again. And then yeah. I think, you know, if, <laughs> if they really wanted to do a sequel, they'd just find Childs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it would have snatched up McCready after McCready had Good luck expired. And <laughs> I just want Kurt Russell to show up again. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great movie. I thought I'm it's hundred percent grown on me every time I've watched it. Yeah. So. I, I watched it again right at the beginning of the coronavirus, just for that oh. that line where McCready's like, nobody trusts anymore anybody anymore. And we're all very tired. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yes, that's, that's how the first two weeks yeah. of, of Corona <laughs> felt. Mm-hmm. Where does that rank in the Kurt Russell hierarchy of movies? Where would you put it with his other work? Mm, I've never been a huge New York or L.A. like fan of escapes. Kind of the same way. Because um, I, I saw Escape from L.A. first, then I was like, mm. I didn't care for either of them. Yeah, and, then I w- and then they were like, oh, you got to go back and watch the first one. And I did, and I was like, Mm, yeah, it's, it's doesn't 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 grab me yeah. like the other ones do. Um, what else? Oh, he was in Death Proof and Guardians of the Galaxy two, but uh, oh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Overboard, Backdraft. Yeah, Overboard. I'm telling you, Universal Soldier. Overboard was really damn good. Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Was yes. he in Universal Soldier? Maybe. Which one is it? Where he's Putin. 
Yeah. Where he's Putin all he's the way Putin. through. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't Universal Soldier. He was like a part of a, a weird like special ops or they were cyborgs or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might be getting this mixed up with Grindhouse. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Death, Death Proof. Proof. Howie Mandel. He's a good actor. Yeah. Howie, Howie Long is what I'm thinking of. Not Howie Mandel. <laughs> Man, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Howie Mandel is the deal or no deal guy, right? Yeah. Howie Long is a guy that always plays a, like a firefighter in movies. <laughs> Oh, Backdraft? <laughs> he's got a sweet flat top. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> Does he still have that hair? Yes. Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Oh, yeah. I think it's stopping around for 45. Yeah, he, he ain't stopping. That's I, mean, I mean, I guess that's good for him that he's still got it. But, like, I, I immediately just looking at him, like, as soon as he loses that hair, that's a penis face. He just looks like a little floppy penis <laughs> on know. top of some shoulders. <laughs> Um. Uh, so he was a Howie Long was in Broken Arrow, right? I know we're getting off on the thing here. Oh yeah, he's in Broken, oh, Howie yeah. Long, yeah. He Broken Arrow. Long, yeah, he was in Backdraft. He was in Backdraft. No, he was in some other firefighter movie. I thought. It was different. Yeah, it was like um, Log Fire or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a it was a dumpster fire. That's what it was. <laughs> um, oh, it was a I'd lad- rather see Ladder Forty Eight. Some like bullshit. Like yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a sports guy, but what's what's Howie's his uh, homeboy anchor was it Terry or something? Yeah, it was Terry and uh, oh, Terry, Terry, what's Terry's name? Terry Longdong. He had some <laughs> great films. <laughs> Terry Longdong. Terry uh, and Vinny Testaverde. Who? What's Vinny or what's Terry's last name? Uh, Terry is Terry Cruz. You're thinking of the uh, no, not Terry Cruz, the uh, white haired dude. Uh, Bradshaw, Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> there we go. I would much rather watch a movie with Terry Bradshaw as a firefighter than yes. Howie Long. I'm like just... Terry Bradshaw right now. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Doesn't he have anal warts or something? I see him on TV. He's got like he's like if you have anal warts, I don't know. He tries to sell me something. And I'm like I don't have those, Terry. <laughs> it's like. Why don't you just live your life, man? Whatever it was, Trav did not buy. Oh, well, I mean. That we know of. Give me time. <laughs> so I want to get him a donut pillow. I was just, I was surfing TV for male supplements and Girls Gone Wild videos. And I don't <laughs> see either one of those on TV anymore. Yeah, I know. That's, those are banned by the FCC. I miss the early aughts. I think we all do. Firestorm. That's what it was. What was the movie in Seinfeld that they go see? Um uh, death Blow. Death Blow. The final Death Blow. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? Wait. It was Firestorm? Ooh. Didn't John Tesh have a song called Whispering Ooh. Firestorm? The budget was $19 million. Wikipedia. <laughs> the budget was $19 million. Box office, $8 million. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was on the poster, by the way. He was the dude. How's that flat top? <laughs> Trap has a... Our, our, our time expired. We got two minutes, 20 seconds. Okay. But that's on a 23-minute count. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that's good. We need to do a fire, Firestorm. Bone firestorm. Storm. Yes. <laughs> Guys, that's going to be a duo <laughs> podcast because I ain't going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thrill House. <laughs> Bone Storm. <laughs> Thrill Ho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Simpsons fan, by the way. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, if any single girls, oh, wait, I have a girlfriend. Um, but yeah. So, Taylor, for the last time, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
think if Bailey's listening, she gave up on this about <laughs> 10 minutes ago. We started talking about Howie Long. Wow, Sean, <laughs> Sean will tell her. And yeah. Howie, <laughs> versus Howie Mandel. They're both germaphobes, so how do you even tell the difference? Christ, yeah. <laughs> Howie Mandel, wasn't he in the like Walk Like a Man movie? I think so. Yeah, where he was like... Uh, Wait, Body's World? What? Oh, I thought that was Dave Coulier. No joke. <laughs> wait, wait. Dave Coulier was... Wait. Bobby's World was Howie Mandel. Yeah. 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 Dave Coulier was Alanis Morissette. Oh. So who's given HJs in a, in a theater? Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> That's been our episode of Son of Vino. <laughs> yeah, this, this one landed with a thud. <laughs> we should have been drunker at the beginning of this. Yeah. Because now I'm feeling good. Well, well I was. A great oh, idea or no. the worst idea yeah. ever. Yeah, but this Jane B, that's, that's, that's sneaky. It's, you know, this, I can understand how paranoia could set in. Mm-hmm. If you're in Alaska, just we're, diddling dudes and drinking We're like Jane 20 B. minutes from that right now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you hold the product and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. This is a blended whiskey. Artisanal. Hmm. Will you pass that to Todd? Oh, yeah, sure, man. Mayor Goldie Wilson. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, this, I mean, it's a, it's a cheap oh, uh, no-tell scotch. Um, goes down pretty smooth. King George. Oh. Whatnot. Yeah. Can I oh. see that? Mm. Mm. This is, has a red cap. Ooh. Um, so yeah. Good to keep you warm in the wintertime. It, I mean, honestly, Kurt had a great idea. It's warm in, in the yeah in the South Pole. He did throw... I think he threw one bottle out at one point. And I'm like, that's yeah. a waste. Mm-hmm. But it keeps the hot parts hot and the cool parts cool. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me on prom night. So, it's been another episode of Cinema Vino. Uh, you can find my movie reviews at moviereviews.us. 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 And uh, our Cinema Vino podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, listen, rate, subscribe, anywhere you find your podcast. And we will see you next time where we'll be watching the movie Sneakers. Mm, sneaking. Steaky. We're ready to believe you.